Hello, channel pros. Welcome to the Channel Journeys podcast. Thank you for listening. I am Rob Spee, the host of Channel Journeys. I'm back from my Caribbean sailing adventure. I spent seven incredible days as the captain of a 40-foot catamaran with three buddies, and we sailed around the U.S. and Spanish Virgin Islands in really perfect sailing conditions. We really lucked out with the weather on the heels of Hurricane Ian. We saw so much. We did a ton, and I just may turn it into a podcast. When I was recording my last podcast, Florida was about to get hit with Hurricane Ian. I used to live in the Fort Myers area, so it's really heartbreaking to see the extent of the damage down there. What's amazing, though, is how quickly they were able to reconnect Sanibel to the mainland. The causeway had five breaches in it, but they made temporary repairs with sand, basically filling it in. And now the uh, emergency vehicles can get over to the island. And it's such an excellent example of, of getting things done. As you know, on Channel Journeys, I talk with channel experts who share real-life stories of what they are doing to get things done. They're facing the same challenges we're all facing in building successful partnerships. One challenge many of us are working on is how do we make our MSP partnerships more successful? How do we make or help MSP partners grow their business? Today, you're going to learn how one vendor is tackling this problem with a very innovative approach. Today's guest was formerly the CEO of an MSP, so he understands what makes MSPs tick. He knows what it takes to help them succeed. I'm talking with Dan Tomaszewski. He is the Executive Vice President of Channels at Kaseya. Dan is powering up MSPs with a marketing service that I find very intriguing, especially knowing how a lot of traditional approaches really don't work. Before we begin, I want to give a big shout out to Allbound, the sponsor of Channel Journeys. If you're setting up a new partner portal or swapping out an old one, you need to check them out. Allbound is the maker of a world-leading partner portal. Vendors rely on it to manage their diverse partner ecosystems. That includes managing dealers and master agents, FARs and distributors, as well as alliance partners, system integrators, the whole ecosystem. Allbound is fast and easy to set up. They're using it. Their user interface makes it really easy on partners to collaborate with you on co-selling and co-marketing as they are ramping up on training and certification. So be sure to check them out at allbound.com. Are you ready to power up your MSPs? Let's go. Welcome to Channel Journeys, the podcast for channel professionals that will enable and inspire you to create your best channel journey ever. Meet and learn from channel experts who share authentic stories of their channel victories, defeats, and lessons learned along the way. Here's your host, Rob Speed, a channel chief on a never-ending quest for channel knowledge and adventure. Hey, Dan, good afternoon. Welcome to the Channel Journeys podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, where are you hunkered down today? I am out of Michigan, so it is fall, fall fastly approached, and it's in the, the 50s, so I love this time of year. And you're out of the path of hurricanes as we're recording this, the hurricane's hitting Florida, so a uh, bit scary time for those folks right now. Yeah, definitely. Thoughts and prayers go out to all the folks in Florida, and also up, we were talking in the green room up in Canada, um, we got people affected all over, so hopefully uh, thoughts and prayers go out to those folks, and if there's anything we can do, obviously let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dan, thanks for coming on the show. Really eager to chat with you about MSPs. Always a hot topic, a hot topic at Beyond Trust, a hot topic with all the folks that I talk to in the channel world who, as we build out our partner ecosystems. And you guys are having a ton of success with MSPs. That's your kind of your core partner channel, right? 
Yeah, and look, that's that's our core focus is MSPs in our business and really how do we enable them and help them continue to grow is a big part. And it's 100% of what I do. Yeah. Tell me a little bit, uh, just for the listeners, give the, your quick elevator pitch on Kaseya, what you guys do and, and what you are, are running there. Yeah, so really looking at it, Kaseya, obviously, we're a software SaaS company that supports MSPs. We have a platform called IT Complete. Um, and we're working with managed service providers and helping deliver the products and services that they deliver to the end customers. So my role at the company is as the executive vice president of the channel. I come from being an MSP. So I've been in the shoes of an MSP and I worked my journey through ID Agent, um, which got acquired by Kaseya. And then Fred really had this vision of like, hey, we need to figure out how to enable MSPs to help them become more successful. And now I oversee our peer program, our MSP enablement for like powered services is what we call it, which is really helping them with uh, sales and marketing content, uh, training and coaching. So, and that's what I get to do full time. And I absolutely love now working with our MSPs and, and teaching them how to grow their business. It's really helpful, isn't it? Having been in their seat. I, I was once a reseller, I was a distributor. And now that I'm on the vendor side, knowing those worlds, I think really helps you empathize with them and understand their business so that you can support them better. Yeah, 100%. Like I've said this before to a lot of people. It's when you're in a position, you've never done what you're trying to ultimately sell people on the other side to go do. You're always guessing, you're always thinking, you're hearing feedback. But having been on that side of the fence, like, I can, I've experienced the struggles. I've experienced success. I learned, you know, things I wish I would have learned earlier or sooner. Like having that knowledge can really help your partners go to market faster or accomplish something faster. So I agree with you. It is probably one of the most important things that for me in the role I'm in is that I've had the opportunity to be there. Yeah, me too. I, and actually, I think that's good career advice. If anyone's in the channel aspiring to be a channel chief, go out and live the life of a partner for a little while, at least, to understand it. A hundred percent. So like if you come into a job and let's say you don't, you've never been an MSP, but your role is to work with them, go shadow with them for a couple of weeks. Like go, go experience, go to their office, go see what it's like, see all the chaos that happens with tickets and boards and, you know, questions and things that come in because when you can consume that and understand that, you really then can go look at building out channel programs or or whatever the function is that you're you're trying to accomplish. Yep, absolutely. So coming into Kaseya, I understand that you have two programs. Is this still accurate? You've got Jumpstart and Powered Services? Yeah. So how we got it is we have Jumpstart, Powered Service, which is our your standard, what almost every vendor in the industry is going to do. You have a product and service, and then we supply you with the content to go to market with that product and everything that you're going to need to go to market. That's our free, out of the box. You get every when you buy a product or service, you're getting the we're giving you infographics, sales sheets, webinars, social graphics, overcoming objection guides, pricing and packaging guides. That's kind of your core stuff that everybody kind of knows to expect when you're out there in the industry today. Then the pro package is something different. Yeah, so pro, I wanted to, we wanted to take it a little bit different. Everybody wants to, you know, when you're sitting on our side of the channel, you're looking at from a vendor perspective, how do we sell our products and services? And one of the core things I looked at is I don't, MSPs don't typically sell individual services. They're selling their complete offering. So we looked at enablement a little bit differently. 
I wanted to build something that was going to help MSP sell the whole solution. So we need to help them and target that thought leadership perspective that's going to drive sales and revenue because we know our products and services are going to go along for that ride. So we created Powered Services Pro. It is paid. Um, and I will tell you, it's probably one of the best decisions we've ever made to make it paid. Our engagement um, on this is we average about like 80, 88% of our customers are logged in every single month, leveraging the content, doing everything. Where typically you see engagement on like your normal just vendor content you put out there, it's in the sometimes 10 to 20%. So really looked at it is how do we build an enablement program? We're not doing it for, for revenue. Like I'm not going to make millions of dollars on it. We cover our costs and it's allowing us to give MSPs what would cost thousands of dollars a month from like agencies and things to get it for a couple hundred bucks a month. But what we're seeing is it's helping the MSP grow their business. It's helping them have better product pull through. It's helping reduce churn for us on our side. So it's a win-win all the way across the board, not only for the customer, because look, if that MSP is not successful, we're not successful as a company. So how can we deliver a, a really good channel program? And we've been able to do it through Powered Services Pro. It's got a really good name. And a lot of our MSPs just absolutely love it and that they're getting it at a, a low price and not the two to three grand a month that they're used to paying if they had to go do it on their own. Interesting. So what are you providing for that $300 and that's a month that they pay? Yeah. So they get a lot of things. So if we go through it, it's a lot, but I'll, I'll try to sum it up. So we're giving them a campaign every single month. So they're getting like three white labeled assets. Everything we do it's not written again from us. It's written through the lens of an MSP. It's them speaking to their customer with no mention of us. It's all about them and their brand. No mention of Kaseya in this? Absolutely zero. Interesting. Again, we're wanting to focus on you might have a product or service that maybe Kaseya doesn't offer. We want to make sure that we're encompassing that whole MSP solution stack. So we're getting you those white labeled resources. We're giving you four blogs. We're giving you two like 30 to 40 second videos. And then we're giving you 20 social graphics alongside of 20 social posts to go with the graphics. And we're giving you three marketing emails to go along with that every single month. So we do that every single month. It's like a box. It comes to them in their, in their portal. They go and they implement. And it's really, it's really gaining a lot of steam. Dan, I've been in a lot of companies where we have campaigns in a box and, and you roll them out in the through marketing automation tool of the day and they're notoriously unsuccessful. Why do you think that is? I think a lot of people when they're making campaigns or when you're kind of doing these campaigns in a box for your customers, again, I'll go back to what you and I started on early is, is that they don't understand the actual buyer on the other end of it. And so much you see in the industry of the technology industry, we're all writing emails and they're so technical driven for product features, widgets, and gadgets. You got to draw the attention of that end user first. So how do we help an MSP do that? Well, we got to talk plain talk. We can't talk geek speak. Um, we got to position them as a thought leader and we got to take ourselves, our egos, and our brands out of it. And again, by doing that, in a thought leadership way, 
we're seeing MSPs have success. I was just talking to a partner a couple of weeks ago. He's closed a $300,000 deal through our uh, marketing email. And he's like, I never met the person. He goes, but they latched on to the, the email because it spoke to them in plain English. They understood exactly what we were talking about. It was about oh, how are your workflows in your organization? Like, and we checklist some things. And the CEO is like, our workflow has been broke for four months. My scanner, I have to go to my CFO's office, have them scan and come back. And he goes, I read that. And I was like, that's me. And it really hits home as to what we're doing. And that is write content in a way that that end user buys. And if you don't know how the end user buys, then that's your bigger problem. And you're never going to be able to help your customers. Who do you find to write this content for you? So we've had a, a blessing. I've got a phenomenal staff that I've been able to hire throughout the years. And I have hired people that have been at former MSPs. I have hired people that have been in the channel for multiple years, understand the demographic of an MSP. Um, and I've really spent a lot of time just really molding our organization and specializing it with the, the people that I know really get what that MSP does. And when you can get that team together, it really is where the, the magic starts to happen. Yeah, I, I think you hit it. The reason why our traditional campaign in the box isn't successful, like you said, it's, it's about the product. It's a technical speeds and fees, and it's just bland, boring, doesn't get the attention. It's not about the business issues your target customer is facing. Yeah, I mean, I hate saying it all the time like this, but I really think it's important. In today's world, understand your customer. And I get it. We want to always talk technical stuff. Like we want to say our products are the biggest, baddest, and best. At the end of the day, the person that asks to go out and sell it, they're not going to say they're the biggest, powerful, best. They're not going to go say it. They're going to go out and put it into their offering, and it's going to be blended in there. We need to make sure that we're empowering them with the knowledge. We need to make sure that we're empowering them to overcome objections and how to answer certain things in those face-to-face -face meetings. That's where we have to win. The sales sheets don't have to say that. We need to make the sales sheets about the MSP. That's where then we'll win. Yep. You mentioned 88% partner engagement. How are you measuring that? So we look at it our, on our PRM. We go in and look at the activity. We track, are people logging in? Are they... What are they doing when they're logged in? Are they clicking on the marketing materials? Are they downloading things? Are they co-branding things or what we call white label? You know, what activities are they doing in there? Because we understand people also get stuck. And if we see you signed up for the program and you haven't logged in in 30 days, we're reaching out to say, hey, what's going on? You missed. And we're able to find people that got stuck or someone new at the company. So we have a really big engagement plan set up around activities. And we look at your workflow or your journey as a customer. And we want to make sure that along that journey, we're hitting the points with you. If we know if you just looked at a webinar guide, that you probably want to look at webinars next. So like we need to make sure it's front and center for you or like send you emails and say, hey, can we help you with your next webinar? How can we assist you? And we found our customers really are latching into that they're like, this is great. Yeah, I was just looking at it. I want, I'd love to do a webinar. How can you help me? So we just try to find those motions that are really going to be impactful for them. We track them. And then we have processes and procedures to make sure that no one's slipping through the crack and that we're able to assist them. Gotcha. What's the total number of MSP partners that you have today that you're working with? 
So in our free program, we've got just over, I'm going to say we've got about almost, I think, 20,000 MSPs in the free program. The paid program we just launched a little over a year ago, we add about 100 MSPs a month into it. And today, I think we're right around 15 to 1600 that are in there actively. And again, it's more of a new thing. It's only been around for a year, a little over a year. And uh, we're working really diligently now. And like I said, 50 to 100 new MSPs a month. It's a lot of people to come through because we're we're working one-to-one with them too. And we're coaching them and guiding them. So uh, I think we've got a pretty good system in place. Nice. Congratulations. What drove your decision to charge for it? Your goal wasn't to make money. Yeah, the goal isn't to make money. So we look at it as we have cost, we have designers, we have the coaches, we've got source files and things that we give our our partners. So it's a cost thing. So you can eliminate your cog. Um, It really helps on a business expense side. It allows you to scale the program. It allows you to have more scale. Um, It allows you to do more with the program. So we charge for, for one reason or two couple reasons. The first one being is how can we help eliminate some of the cog of the program that would give us more scale uh, to be able to do more? And the second part of it is I always thought of this when I was an MSP, like I never wanted to do free assessments or I wanted to do free things because free doesn't really do anything for people anymore. You know what I mean? Unless you're maybe giving us free gas. (laughs) Yeah, we'll take free gas. We'll take free gas. But I think there's something about if you're paying for it, you're more apt to use it. It's just like your Netflix or accounts and things like that. If you really want Netflix, you're going to be on there. You're probably using it. So I think there's a lot to there. Like if you're paying, you have that sense of ownership. And that really means a lot to people. And we've seen the difference in engagement from free to paid. And it's just night and day because. The people that are coming into the program, they want that help. They want that content. They're going to be engaged as long as they continue to get that. And so I think that's really the big part for us. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Total sense. They, they don't place any value on it if they get it for free. Yeah. And look, I still want to give things away for free. And we do that. We Our jump starts and things like that, we work very diligently to make sure there's a lot of free content there. The paid is really just for that person that wants to come in and really grab their business and take it to the next level. And I think that's the part that when I worked with, I'll go back to my MSP days. When I was working with vendors, they all they cared about is how do I get more of my product into, you know, how do I get more licenses from you? How do I get more licenses? Where's the next license coming from? We got deal reg, we've got MDF, we've got this or that. And those are all good things. And we do a lot of those. But really, nobody ever sat with me and said, what's your business model? How do you guys sell? Oh, you sell this. So people are most successful putting this into their stack, do this. And this is how you help. And like, when you start to get more of that consultive in that coaching, and it's no longer, where's the next deal? It's how do I help you grow? How can I help your business? That's where the opportunities, they snowball. Because you're taking them and getting them to market faster than just, hey, we got deal reg. Here's how you do it. Here's our partner program. Like you got to go on that journey with them. You got to help them. They're going to hit a lot of roadblocks. And that's something that I really enjoy doing in this program. Sounds like it. What kind of team do you have in place to manage these 20,000 MSPs? So we've got a really awesome team. So we have our MSP enablement org, which has just over 50 people in it. We have different tasks and things. Some are running peer. Some are running our powered services. 
Some are going out and doing industry events, but we all work together. Uh, and that's the cool part with this with this program is you need your industry event people that are on the road, front facing, seeing people at shows. They can tell you what they're facing, what challenges people are having. So when they come back, we're able to consult. We're able to hear what's going on. We're able to get that data in real time and make solid business decisions that can help change the program. So it's a big org. I'll be honest with you. I started at five people and we've grown to over 50. And I will say it's probably one of the most rewarding experiences I've had is working with all of these individuals and seeing the passion and the dedication they have just to support people and grow their business. Wow. That's huge growth. Over how many years did that take you, Dan, to go from five to 50? So this would have been over three and a half years. So not terribly long. If you think about it, it seems like yesterday, you know, but in an enablement platform, you do have to scale. You can't scale from like zero to hero. You've got to grow and mature the program at the pace your partners and your customers are at. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we've done is, is we wanted to scale it. When we were free, you know, the first two and a half years of that was really a free program. So you're limited to how much you can have staff wise. As soon as it turned into more of a paid program, we were able to go in and really see the org jump because we were seeing the ROI on enabling our partners, on getting in the trenches with them, on helping them close deals. The ROI is there on the licenses, the renewals, the, the things like that. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting, Dan, because I'm just thinking about there's always been a debate of do we charge a partner fee, you know, a fee to get into the partner program. But I like the way you've set it up because there's no fee to get in the program. This is like, OK, for these added services that there's huge value to, then it makes sense to pay for it and you can cover the cost. Yeah. And we add so much in there. We've got, you know, for like social media campaigns, we've got a people normally go buy like their hoot suites or things like that. We give them a license to a program similar to that. And they're able to go out and do it. So there's a cost there that they don't have. We get, where can you go get a one-to-one MSP coach for under a couple hundred bucks a month and you can have them go on sales calls and, and do like, you just don't see that anywhere in the space. So we just made something that was unique. It fit our customers. And it's really like, again, it's what made them really want to join this program. What other services are you providing, whether they're part of pro or not? that you know as an MSP are essential, things that you have to do to make these guys successful? I think one of the first things you have to be able to teach is how to go to market. So many people will buy products and they don't ever get to market with them. They sit on the shelf and, and they don't get out there. So how do you get that 90-day success guide to making sure that that company who bought your product or service can get to market and start seeing profits in that first 90 days? That to me is one of the most critical things, because if I can't get you successful with a product in the first 90 days, why are you going to start marketing and start getting leads and things like that? How do you do that first one, Dan? Is that through the sales coach or, or is it a documentation? How do you help them be successful? It's a combination of both. So we create success guides and we take you through a, a really easy, digestible journey. Um, so we'll take you through and say, Watch this five-minute video on the you know value statement for this product. Watch this two-minute video on the three most common objections. And then we'll meet with you and we'll do like one-to-one -one coaching. We'll do some role-playing with you. And you, make, you can just see the confidence level be there. And they, they're out there hitting the road and seeing success. Yeah. 
Okay, great. So that's the first thing. What else? The second thing is I've learned a lot is, is MSPs want marketing. They want leads, but they don't have a sales motion ready. So if I go generate 10 leads, do you have a sales process in place to help actually close those 10 leads? So we try to really focus on is, okay, we have your go-to-market now. Now let's teach you when you get leads, you know, you know your products we just went through, but what's our value prop? What's, what's your thing? What materials do you bring in? How do you handle that? And a lot of people just don't have that set up. So we spend the next part of our time is let's get, you know, your sales motion in place. Let's get, you know, so when those leads come in, we know what to do with them. We know how to work them and we know how to go out there and have a good close ratio to it. One of the biggest questions I ask MSPs when I do pulse checks, calls or anything like that is what is success for you in 12 months? And I want to know what that is. Some of them it's I want to make $30,000 in MRR. Some of them it's I want to have a sales process. Some of them, it's it's a different thing for everybody, but we can take that goal and now work backwards and let's go find success. So get that go to market, get that sales strategy. Now, what does success look like in 12 months? Oh, I want 30,000 in MRR. Okay, realistically, we need to close 16 customers this year. Now let's go build that profile. You know what I mean? We're taking them through that journey. And by doing that, we can really help them see that success. Yep. No, it makes total sense. Any other must-haves that come to mind? No, I mean, those are the core for me. I don't like to make things so complicated you can't get through them. <laughs> I don't want to have like a 40-step program. So it's really the basics, but how you deliver the basics, how you enable the basics, it's really what matters. That's great. Well, you kept it below three, so way to go. <laughs> I try. Those, I mean, you could take those and make them into multiple things, obviously, but they are really important. Yeah. And the key is executing on that. All right. So big announcement earlier in the summer about a, an acquisition of Datto by Kaseya. Yeah. Big news there. So how did that, you know, impact your world? So it, I absolutely love this because I was a Datto partner as an MSP. Datto has been known in the industry of being extremely MSP-centric and having that MSP culture, helping them, supporting them. You know, they got lots of great things. And so when that announcement came out, it was absolutely an awesome thing to see how us two companies can come together to really enable our, our partners to succeed and grow even more. And for me, it's been really cool because I'm now able to oversee the global partner program. Uh, and that's really fits right into our wheelhouse of what we're doing already. And so we just announced, you know, so Datto had a great global partner program. We're now extending that across to all Kaseya. And so that means those people are now able to be silver, gold, platinum, blue diamond. There's incentives and perks for customers in there. Uh, one of the big ones is MDF, and they had a great MDF program. We just announced we're doubling the budget for 2023. So we're going to have powered services, you know, in there helping you going on calls, doing all these things. We're going to have an MDF program now that's going to be able to help you with funds to support other additional marketing activities. We have NFR licenses to help you with demos and internal things that you can use to grow your business. I mean, it really is a win-win 
uh, for the MSPs in terms of now what they're going to get access to with us combining. So it's been big. We had DattoCon people. I, I met with customers there. They were really excited about this. They kind of had some hesitations as everybody does with an acquisition, but leaving DattoCon, people were like, this was really good. I'm energized. I'm excited and looking forward to what you guys are going to do. Interesting. So was there a lot of overlap of, of MSP customers between Datto and Kaseya? I wouldn't say a ton. I think there's always going to be overlap in some way, shape or form, but I don't think it was like some outrageous number or anything. But Datto, like I said, it's very MSP only, very channel focused. And so we're really excited for that. Yeah, that's fantastic. There was something else in your program I read about online. It was Gary Pika's True Method Coaching. Is that something you're still offering? Yeah, so that's Empowered Services. So Gary Pika, True Methods, uh, we have our True Peer program. For a lot of people, they don't necessarily, maybe they're not ready for peer. We have what is his True Methods framework inside of Powered Services. It's included with our pro subscription and along with the coaching. They'll help you with your business plans. They're going to help you with the pricing, scaling. And you can go through all the videos are in there, the assets. So you can leverage all of that inside of the platform. Did you ever use Gary's services when you were an MSP? You know, I heard Gary speak at multiple events, but I never got the opportunity to, to join into any of his groups or uh, content at the time. But I knew of him. I heard him all the time. I remember sitting as an MSP and listening to him talk about the chocolate cake method. So I still remember that to this day. So it's cool to be on this side now and and kind of talking his chocolate cake uh, method. But uh, yes, I do know of him before I got here, but uh, never used it. Yeah, gotcha. Well, you're on the other side of the microphone right now for me, but you actually are a podcast host yourself, right? Yeah, I have the opportunity of hosting what we call the Powered Services Podcast. Um, it is all about sales, marketing, enablement for MSPs. We bring on different people in the industry to talk through what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What challenges do you have? Just to kind of keep people in the trenches and, and see what's happening. So I love it. It is funny when you go to events now and people are like, you know, I listen to you like every week. Like I know your voice. I saw you. I know who you are. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> but it's fun to see that people are really getting into the podcast. They're seeing value. So um, just like yours, I, I've listened to yours multiple times. It's a really fun to do these podcasts and, and just hear other ones as well. It really is fun. What got you into it? I started to get into it because I wanted to have something that I could connect with people at a larger scale. You know, webinars, we can do so much, you know, different things. Podcasting to me was you get to get my personality. You get to know who I am. I want people to understand that I genuinely care about them and their business and that I'm not just someone that's out there to, I will never be someone that just sells something. I don't really sell anything. I genuinely just liking to get to know people. And I found after doing a few episodes, people were reaching out. They were saying things. This was really helpful. This is great. Thank you. What about this? Like, I just found like the excitement of connecting with people. And for me, that's what drives me every day to do it. Yeah, isn't it great? I find the greatest part of it is just those random notes on LinkedIn that come in of someone who just appreciates the show, enjoyed a particular episode. That's just so neat to see. Yeah, it really it reiterates what we're why we're doing what we're doing. Like, and I don't do it for the after you know the the positives and the comments. I 
I do it because I want to make a difference. And that occasional one-off thing on LinkedIn or something like that makes your day. And it just, you're like, this is awesome. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun too, playing with the soundboards and and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can geek out a little bit on it. What else, Dan, do you like to do outside the channel? Outside? So like talking, like just, I'm not working? Yeah. Like for fun, like real fun. For me, for real fun. So I have a wife and two little ones. And for me, we enjoy going out as a family. We go out to the sand dunes a lot and uh, we like to ride side by side. So we go as a family and uh, we'll go riding in the sand dunes. Um, or if it's just home, like right in the back door, we like to go golfing. And so it's like, two great ways to be outdoors and, and have some fun. Yeah. Well, you're coming into the winter season though. So how late can you golf up in Michigan? We can test the water sometimes into December. Most of the time, November, you're kind of, it's going to hurt, but uh, <laughs> you can, depending on, but this year, I think it's going to be pretty cold by November. Yeah. You guys are tough up there though. I got a sister in Michigan. Yeah. I'm still wearing shorts until it's below zeros. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Dan, this has been fantastic. Really interesting. Congratulations on that program. It sounds awesome. I think a lot of people listening are going to want to do something like that and should consider it, you know, to really help their their partners out. Any last bits of advice? No, last bits of advice for me would be is, is reach out, connect. I'd love to, to meet with you and meet with other channel executives or people and happy to help um, or guide. I think that's the big part for me is, is find mentors, find people that you can can learn from, and uh, let's all work together. Excellent. That's great. I'll be sure to include notes of how to connect with you uh, in the show notes. And Dan, wish you a great re rest of the year, end of the year, and a great Michigan winter. Yeah, appreciate that, Rob. And you have a great year as well. Rest of the year. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. See you later. Thanks for listening to Channel Journeys. For show notes and other Channel Journey podcasts, visit channeljourneys.com. If you liked today's show, please forward it to your channel friends and be sure to tune in for Rob's next channel adventure. All right, guys, there you have it, a radical approach. Offer your partners a way to grow their business with marketing help that is not focused on your products and solutions, but on theirs. And don't just give it away. Partners will pay for things that have real value. Dan, thanks a lot for sharing this innovative program. What Dan did not share during the interview, but I learned later when we were chatting, is that he's training to be a hot air balloon pilot. Now that's really cool. Thank you for listening today. Thanks again to our sponsor, Allbound. I have spoken with Allbound customers, and I can see why they have best-in-class reviews for user experience, ease of use, and customer support. If you are looking for an easier way to manage your partner ecosystem, be sure to check them out at allbound.com. For today's show notes, just go to channeljourneys.com slash CJ99. You can subscribe while you're there. Next episode, it's a big one. It's my 100th Channel Journeys podcast. I've got a very special guest. He is the ultimate partnering guru who helped and inspired me to launch Channel Journeys. You don't want to miss it. Until then, have an awesome channel journey.